Hey team, welcome to the Addiction Coach Podcast, where we talk about dealing with addiction, reorganizing life, and creating new opportunities for success in life, love, work, and relationships. I am your host, Conrad Tracy, the private addiction coach from Melbourne, Australia. I designed this podcast to create a space for me to speak freely about the personal experience with I designed this podcast to create a space for me to speak freely about my personal experience with addiction and share my ideas about turning your life around and moving from liability to leadership. Hey team, it's Conrad. Um, welcome to my weekly live. A little bit late this morning, but in my line of work, uh, you have to be malleable, okay? So a couple of things have, um, have gone on, but very, very happy to be here this morning. And I want to talk to you about a really, really important topic. And it's what I like to call winning the war in your head, okay? So last week we talked about identifying your triggers, And that's the first step. So knowing who we can't be around and where we can't be and what triggers us. But the second part of that is making sure that we are not fooling ourselves. Okay. So we're not creating justifications. We're not creating excuses. We're not creating drama and situations where we can go and make an excuse to do something that we don't want to do. Okay. So winning the war in your head is very, very hard and you need people around you that can help to keep you honest. Okay. Now, some of the things that I hear from people when they, I guess their frustrations is that they'll say things like, you know, I'm disconnected from reality. I'm making excuses, right? Um, I'm manipulating people and situations and I'm lying a lot. Okay. Now, an example of this, okay, could be if you are, you know, you've done all your trigger work and you know that you shouldn't be here and with those people and doing these things, but you're sitting at home and you have an interaction with some, someone or something happens And then you manage to turn that around, okay, and create a drama or create a a huge issue or a problem that creates a justification or opens the door, right? They did this. I can't believe they did this. So I'm going to open this door and go and use, right? Which is that classic thing that it is everybody else's problem. You know, the way, the way I'm being treated, the, the injustice of it all. Okay. So to win the war in your head, you have to get really, really honest with yourself. Right now, I think integrity is a crucial part of this thing. And I think integrity and honesty are two different things. Um, and I think integrity is the sum of small honesties. Okay. So if you're entering into a program or if you're making a, a shift or a change, you need to start practicing the truth, 
okay? And that can be really, really challenging. Um, I know it's something that I struggled with because I was such a good liar in active addiction. It's like every word that came out of my mouth was probably a lie. Um, so I think, you know, getting honest is the first step to winning the war in your head. Now, what I want to share, right? We've talked about the frustration. So what we want, okay, is we want to get honest. We want to show up. We want to reconnect to friends and family. And we want to truly know, right, that we are trying hard enough. Yeah. And that's another one that we really dig into. Okay. Because people will be like, I'm doing everything. I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Uh, I'm doing this program or I'm doing this course or, you know, I'm going to AA or whatever it is. But they know, right, that it's not 100% or 110%. Okay. So showing up is the first part. Doing the stuff is the second part. So there has to be that thing where you actually believe that you are not, um, you know, you're not bullshitting yourself. Okay. To put it frankly. So the mistakes that people make. Okay. So we've talked about the frustrations. We've talked about the wants. These are the mistakes that I often see. Right. And the first one is zero accountability. Okay. So having no plan, having no accountability, having no responsibility, having nobody to answer to around these things, um, is a massive mistake. And I call that like running your own show or running your own race. Um, although I tend not to use that analogy because I do work with some people that struggle with gambling. Okay. So if you think that you're going to get to the bottom of all of this by doing what you've done in the past, you are really, really mistaken. Okay. And I'm saying that as a person who tried multiple times, right? Cause I was too smart, too big an ego, too big of an ego. Um, I had all of the answers. I knew exactly, you know, how to do everything. And it turns out that I didn't. Okay. It turns out that I knew very little about anything related to, you know, the life that I'm living and enjoying now. Okay. So you cannot expect different results from the same action, right? We've all heard that quote. The other mistake, which is huge, and I talked about this in triggers as well, is making justifications, okay? Uh, I deserve it. I worked hard this week. Um, you know, we're ahead financially in the business or we got good results. Um, you know, treating drugs or alcohol as a reward uh, is a really, really um, big, big mistake, okay? So it's not going to be different this time. It's going to be exactly how it was the time before. And if you're at a point where you're watching this and you're engaging with me and the stuff that I put out, it's past that point. Okay. Like drugs are not a fun thing to do anymore. It's not like going out with the boys or the, the whoever and, and having a good time. It's like isolating, you're spending money you shouldn't be spending. You feel like shit. You're missing work, you know, all of these things should be giving you a very, very clear indi indication that it's not going to be different this time. It's going to be exactly how it was the last time and it's going to get worse. Okay. One thing that I don't think we talk enough about, and I don't like to fear monger. Okay. This is not my, my energy, but unfortunately I've seen so many people go from manageability, let's call it. Okay. So like work still ticking over, uh, partner still in the picture, 
still got a bit of money in the bank, right? To absolute fucking despair, right? In a matter of weeks, okay? It happens really quickly and it only takes one or two things. And typically it's when somebody around you goes, you know what, I've had enough. I can't actually deal with this. Whether that is a partner, whether that is a, a relative, whether whether that is a, um, a customer at work, right? When that occurs, it is very hard to pull it back from there, okay? And that's what you, you'd hear about in, you know, as a like rock bottoms. Now, I'm lucky in that I tend to work with people before they get there, but I've also seen people get there. Um, and most of them uh, had all of the answers, right? Didn't want to listen, didn't want to do the work, um, thought that they could, you know, take take the bits that they, they liked and wanted and, um, and just make up the rest. And unfortunately, you know, when people take the reins, sorry, another horse analogy, it's like things don't go well. So you've got to be able to show up for this thing and you've got to be able to take guidance, take advice and listen, okay? Um, and look, I do my absolute best not to bark orders at people. Right, uh, I like to give guidance, not advice, and it is up to people whether they take it. So, the analogy that I want to draw here, okay, and this is really, really important, is that in active addiction, I don't know if you have seen those kind of marionette puppet, puppet dolls, okay. So, when you are in active addiction, you're the you're the puppet, okay, and the active addiction or your addiction is the puppet master. Okay, and it's sitting above you and it's pulling all of the strings. It's going, nah, you'll go this way when I want uh, and you'll do this dance and you will go this way and that way and spin around in circles at my will, okay? And that is very, very frustrating, okay? Particularly for people who are looking to break the cycle of addiction. They're like, I wanted to do this. I wanted to show up for that event. I wanted not to use. I wanted to not spend that money. Um, but something just happened, right? And this is the addiction and this is the hijacker, okay? So what we try to do is we help people to cut the strings, right? One at a time. So the puppet or the puppet master has less control over the individual, okay? And you can start pulling back your choices, okay? And having more control over them and winning the war in your head. I know I shouldn't do this thing. I really want to do this thing. I'm going to try not to, but hey, I'm being pulled there, right? And we all know what that feels like to actually have no choice, to be like at work one day and then all of a sudden be at your dealer's house or at the pokies or at the bottle shop, right? It happens in the blink of an eye and what I want you to know, and this is not taking away accountability and responsibility, but I truly believe that there is yourself and your addictive self, right? And our job is to kind of create space between the two, okay? And once that's once there's that space and once there's that crack of light, it's easier to pull your true self or your future self away from your addictive self, okay? But it takes time, it takes perseverance, it takes a lot of action and a lot of humility, okay? So not an excuse, but 
The addiction is very powerful. It is a hijacker and it is in control. Okay, so again, we wanna cut the strings and we wanna take back control of the puppet. Okay, so this is all good and well, but I think what is practical, um, and this is really important to me because I can sit and talk, um, but at the end of the day, people have got to take action. Okay, and we know through the most current psychology, right? that the negative connotation or the negative outcome of a choice or behavior is more motivating to a human than the positive one. And the simple uh, example of this is the gym, okay? So if I said to myself, Conrad, you've got to go to the gym. Uh, if you don't go to the, if you go to the gym, uh, you'll like, you'll have rock hard, hard, hard abs and you'll get all of the chicks and you'll, you know, you'll be amazing. Um, versus Conrad, if you don't go to the gym, you're, you know, you're, you're 40, you'll probably gain weight. Um, you'll get really unhealthy and you might die of a heart attack. Okay. So the positive versus the negative, the negative one is actually more motivating. Um, and we always thought for like the last, however many years that the the positive one was the way to go. So the first thing that I get people to do when they hit this unit of our curriculum is to write a list of things that they never want to do ever again. Okay. Um, and it gets pretty grimy, right? Like we'll, we talk about relationships. We talk about money. We talk about mental and physical health. Right. And like, let's not joke around. Like we're talking about meth addiction. We're talking about sex addiction, cocaine addiction. So these are people that are like, you know, losing teeth. Right. Uh, and, you know, I had one guy who, um, and this is not, I shouldn't laugh. Right. It's just like the, the, like the craziness of it who like drew, I think it was like almost $300,000 out of his mortgage. Okay. This is like really important stuff. So getting people to understand very, very clearly the negative um, effect of their behavior and understanding what they do not want to do is very, very important. Okay. The next thing that we'd go through is a process that I call filters. And that's a very, very simple decision-making process. And, you know, at the end of the day, I can't make decisions for people. Nobody can but it's important to give people the skills and the accountability and the tools that they need to think, right? And thinking creates time and time is sometimes all we need to win the war in our head, right? We need five minutes to sit in the car and actually process the ramifications about of what we're about to do. So I like to have this thing called filters. And, and again, we talk about, you know, does this decision affect my recovery, my mental, phys mental and physical health and my relationships. Okay. Um, and if it's, you know, if it's a yes on all of those things, you probably shouldn't do it. All right. And then the next step is that obviously like anybody that works with us in a one-on-one -on -one program has 24 hour, seven day a week crisis calls. So being able to pick up the phone and go, Hey, I know that I am not supposed to be doing this thing, but I'm thinking about it and I'm here and I kind of want to make a better choice. Um, I'm trying to win the war in my head, but I'm just not there yet. Uh, it's really, really nice to have a sounding board or have somebody there to help you to guide you through that. Right? So 
both things that are available. And you know, like if anyone's watching this or if anyone listens to the podcast um, and you want one of these worksheets, just ask me, okay? I'll send it to you um, and you can work through it and I hope it helps. So actually I know it will help. I hate it when people say, I hope it helps. Anything that I have that I can give to you, it will help you, right? If you engage with it and you do it properly, um, this stuff works. It works for everybody that we work with. So there is no hoping it will help if you do it. Now, important to remember, talking about winning the war in your head, which is the topic for today, your brain is trained for reward. Okay, and we are moving away from behaviors that are very, very rewarding. Okay, moving away from methamphetamines, cocaine, sex, whatever it is. And we need to get very, very good at rewiring your brain, right? And creating new uh, pathways for fun and connection and fulfillment um, that are not related to drugs. Okay, so doing this going through this process one decision at a time um, is really, really important. And look, I'm not gonna go too deep into the kind of uh, neuro side of this today, because I'll talk about it later on. Um, but what I do know is this, you win every time you make a better choice, okay? And sometimes you will fuck up and that's okay, all right? This is not um, NA, like it's not binary here, we work with people and we meet them where, where they are and we accept that people um, are not perfect and they make mistakes and they can start again. So your brain, it's cunning, it's manipulative and it's powerful. Actually, I won't say your brain, I'll say your addiction, right? And you have to be hyper vigilant, okay? You are going to war with it. And if you wanna win, you've gotta be gutsy, you've got to be resilient, you know, you've got to be tough. So here's some actions for you to take. I want you to do your absolute best to be honest. Okay, practice on honesty. If you lie, put your hand up, own it. You know, no one's going to judge you. You've done enough lying, right? So it's not like it's going to be, it's not like a new thing. I want you to check in with others, right? Again, I'm thinking about do this, doing this thing. I don't want to can you help me? And use your filters, right? Does this decision serve my recovery? Does it serve my mental and physical health? And does it serve my relationships? And really simply, okay? And this might be too simple, but I like it. And this is one thing that I use every day, okay? And I'm years into this because I still can be pulled and you know, onto paths that I shouldn't be on. And the thing that I ask myself is, is this the right or the wrong thing to do? Okay, we can talk about all of the psychology in the world and um, you know, pathways and all of this stuff. But at the end of the day, if you can't figure out whether a choice or a decision is the right or the wrong thing to do, and more importantly, whether you are worth the decision, then you are not gonna get this thing, okay? So to be able to win the war in your head, you have to understand right from wrong for you, not for somebody else, okay? Your moral compass, your, um, your heart, and then you have to truly believe that you are worth the new choice, 
okay? And that's a thing that I see all of the time is that people making this transition from being very, very unwell to kind of seeing this glimmer of light, right? And they, it's a real struggle. People always want to reconnect to what is safe, what is um, familiar, right? And maybe they've put up with a lot of shit in their life. Maybe they've put up with a lot of stress and a lot of relational stuff, right? So to actually uh, look at yourself and go, you know, I deserve better. So I'm going to make a choice that serves me, right? The other thing that I want you to do, and this might sound like a bit of a weird one, and this is linked to, I guess, neural neural learning, right? And plasticity is that when we talked about your brain is trained for reward, um, it's like your brain is set to a GPS and it knows that if you're stressed, angry, tired, lonely, sad, it goes to drugs or alcohol or whatever your addiction is. We need to create new neural pathways. And one of the things that I always encourage my participants to do is to learn, start learning straight away. Okay, pick up a book, pick up a podcast, pick up a newspaper, pick up a magazine and start taking new information in because it gets the brain moving. Okay, um, and then we also talk about high, you know, um, nutrition and hydration and all of these things, which we'll cover later on. But this is super important. If you want to start behaving in a different way, um, you've got to start firing up the engine. Okay, and the best way to fire up the engine is to learn new things. And if you want to take it a step further, share them with others because learning, right, um, puts it into the brain and being able to re-engage with it and share it with someone in a way that is um, thorough, right, will move it from your short-term to your long-term memory. So it will help you to, I guess, um, keep and store that information, right? So... That is all that I have to talk to today. Remember, we've discussed winning the war in your head. We talked about addiction as the hijacker. We talked about, you know, creating a list of things that you never want to do again. We talked about filters and we talked about some actions to take next week. So Tuesday at about 8.30 a.m. Melbourne time, I'm going to be going live again. And I'm going to teach you how to beat cravings and urges. Okay, so if we think about winning the war in your head as the mental game, beating cravings and urges is going to be more about the physical game. Okay. How do I stop my body from feeling this? Whereas today we've probably be probably been talking more about how do I get my mind to stop thinking about this? So I hope that this has been helpful. Um, thank you for all of those people that have joined Um, So nice to see you and I will see you next week uh, for episode number three. See you. Bye.